Here's to health. Here's to health. Here's to health. Hello and welcome to CPOP's new monthly podcast. We ask people committed to their communities across Oregon what drives and inspires them in their work. Here's to health. Hello, my name is Maria Vargas and I am the Regional Outreach Coordinator, or ROC, for Southeast Oregon. I'd like to share my story with you. I was born in Texas, but mostly grew up in Oregon. My family, who were migrant farm workers at the time, moved yearly between Texas and Oregon. So from about March until November, we lived in Oregon, and then November, December, January, and February lived in Texas. If you can imagine, two adults, four kids, a dog, a cat, clothes, and other necessities, all sharing a Chevy Silverado, with a camper shell at least, (laughs) for about 1,700 miles every winter and every spring. When I think back on it now, it sounds kind of crazy, but also kind of awesome. (laughs) This would have been in the mid to late 1980s, so before Google Maps or other things I can't seem to get by without now. I have no idea how my parents managed all of that, but they did. I have always felt so lucky to grow up in the family I did. My parents worked extremely hard to provide everything we needed and at the same time created such a loving home for my brothers, sister, and me. My parents came to the U.S. from Mexico as young teenagers with their parents. I don't think you could find two people who are more caring and kind and hardworking and supportive than my parents. They supported my sister when she decided to enlist in the army at age 18. I was six when we drove her to the airport to leave for basic training. That was the beginning of her travels around the country and the world throughout her 28 years of service, which included three tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. My parents also supported me being a small part of that journey as well. My very first plane ride was at age 10 to visit my sister at her first duty station in El Paso, Texas. I was pretty much hooked on flying after that. It was so much fun. Among other places, I also got to spend three summers in Hawaii with her and her new family. Out of all of her stations, that was definitely one of my favorites. Later on, she received an assignment in North Carolina. I had always wanted to visit the East Coast, so I was incredibly excited about that. I not only got to visit her in North Carolina, but I ended up moving there with her for two years. I had enough high school credits to graduate by the time I was 16, so the day after my high school graduation, I drove my brand new car, that my parents surprised me with, I told you they were amazing, (laughs) across the country to what would be my new home. 
That happened in May of 2001. And as you know, the 9-11 tragedy happened that fall. My sister and her husband, who was also in the army, didn't have to deploy right away, but we knew it was likely to happen. Fast forward to 2004, my sister and her family received an overseas assignment for Bomberg, Germany. Upon arrival, both her and her husband would deploy to Iraq, leaving my niece and nephew without someone to care for them. That couldn't happen, so I agreed to take care of them for their 12-month deployment. Living in a foreign country was both thrilling and scary. (laughs) I started learning German and learning about the country before we left, so that helped some. And the army base we lived on also had a great family readiness support group to help with navigating the area. We stayed in Germany for almost five years. Once my sister came back, I did my fair share of traveling. I visited 13 European countries, had my own apartment in downtown Bamberg, and have incredible memories and experiences that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. Living in another country with so many different cultures and languages is something I wish everyone could experience. It opened my eyes and mind to things that I don't know how I would have discovered without living through that. It also helped me learn and appreciate my own Mexican culture more than ever. I feel so fortunate to have had that time in my life. After all of that, I planned a visit back home to Ontario, Oregon, and that visit ended up as a move. One of the milestones after my move back was the work I began as a health coverage assister or enrollment counselor at a federally qualified health center or FQHC that served both Oregon and Idaho. I learned so much in that role and loved being a part of the historic rollout of the ACA. I still remember our national conference calls with then Vice President Joe Biden, First Lady Michelle Obama, and President Obama himself encouraging us to help connect people with coverage. It was really motivating and such a cool experience. I may or may not have recorded some of those to listen to later. That time period was also my first introduction to the CPOP team. I clearly remember the Healthy Kids campaign that started it all 10 years ago. Now that I'm a CPOP team member and get to see this side of everything, I'm constantly blown away by everything that goes into helping people not only connect with health coverage, but so many other things that impact health and wellness. On a New Year post earlier this year, I said that 2018 was the best year of my life. That is very much true and very much because of the team I get to work with and the work we get to do with all of you. No one knows what adventure life has in store for you. There are so many different turns or paths my life could have taken, and yet I'm here. And here feels like exactly where I'm supposed to be, 
when I'm supposed to be here. Thank you for letting me share my story with you. I really hope I get to hear yours sometime. Hello everyone, this is Jessica with one small thought to share with you all this month, which is, I will start with a quote. It's a quote from a book called Strengths-Based Leadership. And to be honest, it, it changed a lot for me when I read this and thought about it. I was able to really change how I had been focusing my time at work and also in my personal life. So here goes. If you spend your life trying to be good at everything, you will never be great at anything. While our society encourages us to be well-rounded, this approach inadvertently breeds mediocrity. Perhaps the greatest misconception of all is the well-rounded leader. So the idea of that is that we all spend a lot of our time trying to be good at everything. We spend a lot of time focusing not on what we have as natural strengths and those strengths that we have learned. Instead, we focus on our weaknesses. And because we're focusing on our weaknesses, we spend time thinking about what we're not good at, what we need to do more of, where we need to focus our energy, and that energy gets focused on negativity and weakness instead of on positivity and strength. And so I have been trying very hard to spend less time thinking about and oftentimes not productively thinking about, you know, like, oh, I got I could have done this better. I could have said this better. I really need to work on these skills that I don't have. And instead focus on finding what I am good at, where I find my strength and my energy, and also about recognizing that I don't have to be everything. I definitely want to continue to work on many aspects of myself. Don't get me wrong. But I think sometimes the strongest thing you can do is to admit that you are not in this alone. None of us are in this alone. And instead of trying to be everything ourselves, what we need to do is focus on who around us is making us successful, who around us is completing those aspects of ourselves where we struggle, what resources do we have, and how do we make sure that we are finding the places where we can support those other people as well. So I know that for me, I really do try to now balance some of the things that I find draining about the work that I do. Um, and that could be the many, many mountains of emails that um, they greet me every morning when I get into work and I make a dent. And then, you know, I move on to something that is energizing to me and I focus on meeting people and helping people and making those personal connections. Or perhaps it's the difference between those really long-term, intractable, larger processes and taking a break from those to focus on answering questions that have quick um, and pretty concrete answers. Because we need to do all of this work. We don't need to do it alone. And we don't need to spend so much time focusing on the things where we're not making progress when we could instead be focusing on where our strengths are. So that, um, that quote that I started you off with, it's from Strengths-Based Leadership, which is uh, the subtitle, and that is Great Leaders, Teams, and Why People Follow. It comes from Gallup, and um, it's by Tom Rath, but it's based on what's called strength psychology, which was pioneered by Don Clifton uh, with Gallup. And if you do choose to buy this book, it does come with a, a section where you can complete 
a, a survey and figure out what your top strengths are. And I don't know, I guess actually I will not yet share my strengths. I will save that for a later one. And we can, we can return to this subject with some more information on, on how to really focus on our strengths. And I think at the same time, another way I've seen that is sort of an asset-based approach. So looking at communities, just like we look at people, not based on where they're lacking, which is sort of where our brains naturally go. But by focusing on those assets that are in communities, focus on the things that we do well, the opportunities we have to work from a place of strength, from a place of community, and not only focusing on the problems and the things that aren't working. So perhaps you find this useful and perhaps you do want to check out the book. I'm sure there are also other resources that don't cost money. Um, but I just, I've, ever since I read that, that was the very first paragraph in the book and it just, it blew me away because I didn't even realize I was focusing on my weaknesses until I was told to focus on my strengths. And so I hope you find some strength in that as well. Thank you. Have an idea for the podcast? Want to share your story? Reach out to us at community.outreach at state.or.us.